Welcome to the Brian P. Swift All Things Inspirational Show. Brian is a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and success coach. Are you ready to move your vision forward and be inspired every Wednesday a little afternoon? Here is your host, Brian P. Swift. Good morning and welcome to this sunny Wednesday. A little bit nippy, but the sun's out, which should give us all a little smile, at least that the sun's out. Welcome to the Brian P. Swift, a.k.a. the Quad Fathers, all things inspirational show, and you are listening to the Inspiration Location. And thank you. I am extremely excited at it today. We have a phenomenal guest, iconic, I will call him, and... It makes me think back to all the times that I needed motivation as a young adult, or even as an adult. And this is one of those people whose story uh, mimics, I want to say, 90% of us as athletes or even if we're not playing at a uh, high school or collegiate level, even if it's just recreational, this is what gives us all that that hope and joy and inspiration. So uh, you will be inspired. I am excited to listen to him. So I hope you're having a good day. I usually start out with a, a quick quote so uh, or a quick, quick saying. So what separates people who are truly successful from those who, not, who never will be? So it's more of a question. And the answer is actions, not just words. I work with a lot of people who talk about taking themselves to a new level, not just from a physical standpoint, but that might be mentally. Uh, most of the time, it's in, in a business sense, uh, in an entrepreneurial sense. And they know the answers on what they need to do, many of them do, and they just fail to follow through so your actions so take take a take a minute and think about what actions haven't you taken that you've talked to yourself about and are looking to do and and we all have them and and sometimes there is a good reason maybe it didn't happen but take a minute and write down two things that you said you would do that you haven't done and hold yourselves accountable to that today, tomorrow, this week. It's Wednesday. So before the weekend, adopt this mindset where you train yourself to take those actions. If you've got to write them down, if you've got to put them on the, uh, the refrigerator, hold yourself accountable. And there's some awesome quotes uh, that, that I've read that really speak to this point. And the first one is, give me a stock clerk with a goal and I will give you a man who will make history. Give me a man without a goal, and I will give you a stock clerk. Just think about that. I mean, it really talks to our goals, and we all have them. Whether we write them down or not is another thing. And I would 100% tell you to write them down because, one, we forget. Two, we hold ourselves way more accountable when we write our goals down, and they are put in front of us, either where we could see them or we put them into a vision board, whatever that may be, do that. Because your time's limited, right? So don't waste it 
not living the life that you dream of. Don't waste it living somebody else's life. Go after the things you want. Be decisive in your own goals. Be decisive in your own actions. So just think about this. Would you rather die of boredom or passion? And for me, I want to I want to be living. And if you're not doing something to make yourself better, if you're not growing, if you're not learning, you are dying. And part of that living requires you to be organized, to be balanced. So if you haven't gotten out that piece of paper, please do so. Write down two things uh, that you've said you would do and then start doing them. Start doing them. Now, remember those things, those goals. And maybe one's not a goal. Maybe it's just something simple as cleaning out your, your closet. But when it comes to your goals, and, and that might be frightening in itself. But if it scares you, it might be a good thing to try. So think about that. I, I tell people if your goals, if your vision doesn't scare you, then you're not thinking big enough. You have to think bigger than that. And not that the goal to clean out your closet isn't a big goal because it's not an easy one by any stretch. Um, I would use that goal and attack that closet in the best way you can. So please do that. Now, we're going to have a word from our sponsor, and then we're going to get this gentleman on the phone. And, yes, I haven't told you his name. Uh, if you follow me on Facebook, if you follow me on on LinkedIn and other places you probably would have guessed by now, but a quick word from our sponsors. Expert.com. Hello and welcome back. I'd like to introduce our guest, Mr. Rudy Rudiker. How are you today? I'm doing great. And uh, how cold is it in Illinois, Plainfield? Oh, yes, it, it is. It is. You remember the days probably from high school when right. the, when the sun came out and it looked nice and you walked out and everything mm -hmm. cramped up. Uh, your eyelashes got thick. So it is it is that cold. The sun's out. So it's a little deceiving. Wow. Can I call you Rudy? Would you would you be OK with Rudy? Well, yeah, you sure can. Uh, we have a lot of Rudy's uh, 14 of us. So wow, uh, I'm I'm Rudy number one. You are the you are number I'm the one. First, and, first boy, yeah, I'm the first boy. And there's uh, six brothers, seven sisters. So, and you came from the lovely town of Joliet and went to Joliet Catholic. You were one of our rivals. I went to St. Lawrence High School. And you very guys, good school, by the way, the, they, but, Lawrence, th good. thank you very much. And you guys moved up a division and caused havoc. I think when you went to seven a as a school. So uh, what was happening over at Julia Catholic definitely, I'm sure, had an impact on you. Well, one, you know, I left in '66, so that's a long time ago. Okay, uh, we were the first team to go ten and zero. Wow, that's awesome! That, what we went on to, yeah, that was Gordy. Um, and by the way, the I don't know how many state championships they have won. They won quite a few uh, with Gordy and also with uh, Sharp, the, their former coach. I so they've done very well. Now they want a couple more. So 
Well, keep piling them up. Well, they've got a good system, right? I mean, and, and that's what it takes. They have a system. They have goals. They have all this drive, and that's and what they all it, go to. Uh, they all go to Rudy's gym to work out. I hear. Awesome. Um, my brother Rudy Frank. He he calls himself the Rudy, uh, uh, which is fine. He's uh, he's an ex police officer, truly my hero for sure. Uh, he's done a great job with the kids in Juliet. Uh, he's actually trained a lot of great athletes from Tom there to Terry Ann, and you go from uh, Nico Nikovic who played for the uh, Panthers. You go on gotcha. and out with the guys who have stepped in that gym, and they and he has something to do with their success. Well, God bless the men in blue. Um, they they have it tougher now than probably ever, and uh, obviously he likes making a difference. Uh, that's why I do the radio show. That's why I do some things. And, and being able to get these men while they're young and impressionable is so important. Um, oh, you, the only thing I do is make a tackle. Those guys put their life on the line every day. Well, that that was they they chose a calling, and I hope uh, the good Lord keeps them safe. And you did more than make right. a t- you did more than make a tackle because. I'm sure you've been told this, and, and I, I just have to say it. I don't think you. I don't know if you realize how many lives you've inspired through through your story. I mean, just millions. Well, it's interesting you say that because you don't realize that because you're you're basically doing what you feel you should do, and what the results come out of that is other people get inspired by one, your attitude, your drive your passion, <clears throat> your commitment to uh, what you have committed to, uh, the character that you brought across. It just exuberates those type of characteristics. And I think the movie, when we put the movie together, we definitely uh, put the message together. Instead of making it a Notre Dame movie or a football movie you know, or a uh, religious movie, we wanted to have it connected to what we go through every day and, and have faith, some type of faith, uh, whatever you choose. Uh, as long as you have faith, that will drive you. As long as you have a goal bigger than yours, it, w- it will allow you not to quit. My goal was being bigger uh, for my family, my father, my brothers, friends. And uh, when you have that in your mindset, you don't quit when you want to quit. So those all have a lot to do with uh, how you get through the simple steps, which are the hard steps. I call them simple. You wake up, make your bed. That's a simple deal, but a hard deal. Uh, Clean your room, simple deal, but hard deal. I learned that in the United States Navy when I was in the Navy. The little things do make a difference that add up to your confidence, and in turn your courage comes across uh, because sometimes you're – character you're doing things no one else sees you doing that you're doing you're building character and people recognize that that's why the movie works no it does and thank you for your service but they don't have you just making your bed so the room's clean that they want that that helps you instill discipline in somebody and pride and character and integrity exactly uh it sounds like you're in the military I was not. I, 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 no, I, I was not. But I grew up with a father 
who instilled those qualities and a mother that instilled those qualities in me qualities that are missing today i I, I mean i'm gonna i'm gonna say it i hope that i hope everybody hears it i don't know if that's true i'm gonna give you an example i was at notre dame a week ago i'm sitting in the uh dining area and the mother and her son is sitting there i said uh uh the mother's sitting there with her son. There's got to be a problem, right? <laughs> so I introduced myself, not Rudy, but how are you guys doing? I see, I see, he had a Notre Dame boxing hat, and and I introduced myself as a former boxer at Notre Dame, and then our then we engage in conversation. Then as we talked longer, I found out the young boy's in trouble with his grades. A straight A student in high school, captain of his hockey teams, wow. and a perfect SAT, and failing out of Notre Dame. How does that happen? And I'm listening to him. He says COVID had a lot to do with it, uh, and you know all the things they had to go through. And I understood that because uh, a lot of kids had a hard time dealing with that. So our next conversation was, you know, I'm speaking here this afternoon, and once you and your mother, I'm inviting you guys to come up and hear me speak. And they took it, and I said, we need a game plan for you to get you back in Notre Dame. And first thing you're going to meet with his counselor, and they put a game plan together. He lives in Long Island, New York, and uh, when I talked about the speech for those principles that you just talked about, Simple goals, goals you can accomplish every yes. day to build your comp- character. And uh, the mother sent me a picture the other day of this is wild of him making his bed without her telling him. <laughs> so he's been making his bed the last five days uh, since he's been home. He's got two classes at Long Island University to get him back to Notre Dame. And he's hooked up with an athletic director a friend of mine who was at Notre Dame who uh, gave him a little internship where he's getting his grades back in order. So all Notre Dame people do work together, which is really cool. That's great. And uh, we're all helping each other. But what's my point? The point is you don't know how the movie really has affected somebody unless you do it. You've got to get it done first. It's like how are you going to make a tackle if you don't go out and take that first step? First step is is your mindset. I can do this. I'm a little guy who thinks I'm a big guy that can do it. And that's how my mind was. I don't look at myself as a little guy. I'm an older guy <laughs> thinks he can do it. And I think I'm a young guy. I didn't think as an older person because I was a little older when I went to Notre Dame because of the military. I was broke going to Notre Dame. The GI Bill paid for that. All those excuses went away when your mindset is set in those categories. Exactly. So it becomes and, just getting, yeah. And you, you were, oh, yeah. when you say little guy, I don't know if people know, but you were only 5'6 and 165 pounds. I mean, you well, were on the field. At Catholic, at Catholic, I was, but not at Notre Dame. I beefed up to probably 180, 175, 180 just so I could take the punishment. Um, there was a, a young boy, he's a man, young man who went to Notre Dame before me, Pat Hudron. Uh, he was an all-state or all-American at Joe Catholic, all-state wrestler. He went to uh, and Tommy Gullickson, who went to uh, 
Notre Dame from Joliet Catholic. So there were some kids that inspired me as well because they were at Notre Dame and part of Joliet Catholic family. Uh, so all those had a lot to do with it too. And they didn't know that, you know, sure. uh, but they inspired me in a little way, just like the movie inspires other people because the movie, millions of people have seen the movie. Oh my gosh. To yes. this day, they watch Rudy. Still do. Still, uh, and it's a, it's more than yeah. a guy movie. It's not just a, as you said, it it's is. not just a sports movie. It's, it's a life movie. It's a it's a oh, life. It I'm watching, I know. I'm watching ESPN. They're interviewing a girl. She said, "I had my Rudy moment." I said, "Wow." Yep. <laughs> so you yeah. think about that, and you say, "Wow, it's an underdog for everybody." Oh, hundred percent. Who, who uh, you know, who will go against all odds, do the things they feel they should do, and that's a Rudy. Rudy, were you uh, always this and, driven as a kid, even as a younger kid before high school? Were you this driven? Well, you know, there's certain things that inspire you or anger you that you need to get out of that position you're in because people tell you in school, they call me a dummy, uncoachable, untreatable, untrainable because I didn't understand dyslexia at the time. They just thought, you know, here's a real slow student who won't be able to handle the academics. And I believed in them until... I entered the Navy and found out I got spoofed. You know, I'm no dummy. There Look you at go. Me. I'm, I have responsibility. They're giving me leadership. Wow, this is, well, I got, all I think I have to do is do what I like doing, have a lot of help, contribute, collaborate, and I can get to where I need to go. And school, they didn't do that. They put you back in the classroom. Yeah. They made you, they, they shamed you in front of everybody. They made you feel like a goof. When you know, you got you got labeled, things. right? We got labeled. You got labeled by a teacher who you felt was your leader who labeled right. you. So that still happens today, by the oh, way. Oh, sure does. But that's how they would, you know. But things, I think things are different in a lot of different ways. A lot of charter schools, a lot of help. Sixty um, percent of kids in high school, they do have hard time reading. They have some sort of disability and by the way your disability is nothing but an attitude change that's all that is you never blame your disability never i, I agree with you change. i hope you get the package i sent you a package that um okay. i think you should be getting today it has my first book in it and a shirt all right but the, one of the questions nice. I, I know oh you're welcome one of the questions that i want to ask because i'm in the process of writing a book called true grit is do you think do you think grit could be taught? Uh, grit inspired. Uh, you get inspired. Uh, see, grit. You don't wake up with grit. Exactly. <laughs> you wake up with a dream, but it's just a fantasy until you identify with someone who's done what you want to do. Now you get inspired. Like the movie Rocky inspired me. That's what made me do Rudy the movie. That's um, awesome. Like I told you, the kids who went to Notre Dame, um, I got inspired because they went. And I said, well, I could do that too, but I can't because I don't have the grades, I don't have the athletic ability, nor do I have the resources to go there. Those were just excuses until your attitude changes. Those excuses became opportunities. But my whole point is, it's like in business, like in everything. Grit goes along with when you change your attitude. Hard awesome. work comes in 
the passion comes in. Yes. Uh, the, the consistency comes in. Uh, working outside the lines, come in, doing the work when everyone else is resting. You know, you look at all the great athletes, they're always doing additional extra work, like the great late Kobe Bryant. Always did additional work. And the movie Rudy inspired him to get into the NBA. If it wasn't for the movie Rudy, he claims he would not be in the NBA because of the simple message that he took out of the movie was just get better each day. Wow, that's amazing. And it's right on YouTube. You can YouTube that. Kobe Bryant, Rudy at USC uh, interview. You can hear him say it. Simplicity of goals is the power. Simplicity of goals. Nice. I love that. It's a great quote. So let me ask you, what is what would be your simple definition of grit, you personally? What's your definition me? of grit? Yes, sir. Oh, I, it's, it's a God-given faith. you got to have the faith that you could do it and and it's a uh, grit is nothing but hard work. If you commit to hard work, that's grit. If you know you got to do work and commit to it, that's grit. Commit to the hard work you need to do every day and the simple goals you need to do every day. And those are the hard, hard goals. The simple goals are the hard goals because you don't think they're important, which they are important. And when you put that in your mindset, that's where the grit comes in. You don't give up. Uh, you, you work hard. You have a mission. You have a passion. Uh, you have responsibility. Uh, it's like going to work. I used to work at Commonwealth Edison, uh, you know, when I was out of high school. And remember going to work, day shifts, middle shifts, night shifts. I'm going, this is not what I uh, dreamt about. You know, my, son works am, at, but, my son works at ComEd. And put in almost 4,000, almost, yeah, the average job, if if you look at 40 hours a week, is approximately a little over 2,000 hours. And this past year, he put in 4,000 hours at ComEd. Um, And, and, you know. I eat a lot of nice overtime checks. Oh, yeah. A lot of nice nice dinners. Oh, he takes care of mom (laughs) and dad. Yes. I used to work overtime for the dinners, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that stipend. They give you guys a nice stipend for dinner. Oh, yeah. I was union, your union. Yes, sir. And I uh, went to the Navy while I was in the uh, work of combat. And uh, <clears throat> it's interesting. Uh, I made that choice from Vietnam to go join the Navy instead of getting drafted. But when I came back from the Navy, I got a job promotion, which... Wow, how can I think this is a good job now? Uh, good, you know, retirement. Uh, the future looks bright, but this is not what you want. <laughs> so you go for this crazy, crazy dream, and, and you're thinking all that. You don't want to live in regret. Your friend makes a, a bad decision on the job and dies of a exactly. freak accident. And so I had to make a choice. Life is too short. Don't live in regret. That was my decision. Don't live in regret, but never look for how to do it. Just do it, and you find out how. So that was kind of like the process. Gotcha, awesome. And let me ask you this: how did you how did you get gritty? I mean, you were a gritty young man. Um, wh- well, my father was worked three jobs. He was a great example for the family. Uh, um, yeah, he came from one job to go to another, and my mother was a. 
she too instilled in us, keep your room clean, keep the house clean. Everybody had responsibilities. So all that came within the family ethos right there. So it's all part of it. Uh, then if you, you know, then if you start believing in yourself, that's where the confidence comes in outside the family from other people giving you confidence, bingo. And that's when it all starts. Wow. So you, I mean, it wasn't just about the, the talking. You saw your dad live it every day. It was a part of your yeah, family well, you structure. Lived it, you lived it every day. I said, there's something better than what he's doing. Guarantee you. And maybe it's not me doing what he's doing, but the example through his hard work, and his responsibility to that family will give you the grit not to quit awesome. uh, when you made a decision to do something bigger than you could ever do uh, an impossible that became very possible because you set yourself into that environment and by the way when you put yourself in that environment you set realistic goals and people will help you get through it so all those things come into play once you take those steps uh you won't know until you can do that because uh, you have that fear factor. I'm, uh, I'm not going to succeed or I'm afraid to succeed. What if this happens? No. Uh, so fear was never part of the deal for me. Well, the punishment you had to take, I mean, uh, and, and I don't doubt that that movie represents pure fact of the punishment you took on the practice squad at Notre Dame. How, what what got you up on your feet every, I mean, I just, I look at that. I remember that as a kid before I got hurt. Yeah. What, what made you get up and just keep well, going and keep going? It. We go with that mindset one more time. It was more of a mental abuse than physical abuse. And when you're a walk on, you're, you're not considered part of that football team or you're considered um, like, Hey, you get over here. You need to hold this bag. Sure. You're not part of the team. And, and there, so that mental abuse, you get over that. It didn't bother me because, hey, I always said this. How many kids would love to be where I'm at right now? Oh, my gosh. Having this opportunity, you know? Yes. And, and here I am having this opportunity. All I have to do is get through this day, get through the next day. You don't know where the next day is going to take you. And again, that's because of the wisdom I had and the experience I had from being in the Navy. And because you don't know, uh, you know, for an example, when I went to boot camp, scared. But all of a sudden, what kicked in was your character and your what your parents taught you, make your bed. And the first thing you had to do is make a bed. <laughs> that was good at well, it. Yeah. Uh, and fold your, you know, your socks, your underwear, your all the new issue they gave you. And you were good at that because that's what you had to do. All that fell into place, and they make you, made you a leader because you were good at something, but that gave you confidence. No one's ever asked you if you're smart. No one's asked you your SATs, ACTs. No one asked you your classroom. Can I trust you was the big deal. Wow. And, and, you, and you earned that. it. You earned that trust through your actions. I mean, it wasn't yes, just they picked that. you out of right. nowhere. You you did the That's things right. they were looking for. You did them daily. Yes. You did them consistency, consistently. You probably did it with a smile because you understood it because of your family, the way you your ethos in your family. Well, and they not saw every day you did that with a smile. No. That's <laughs> the grit coming. <laughs> you know, that's where you got to 
persevered through those tough moments. And, um, and that's where the character, that's why you have to have a bigger goal than you. Does that make sense? Always. If they, I just, yeah. I was talking about goals before you came on, and I said if your goals mm-hmm. don't scare you, they're not big enough. They, they, well, they, they got to give you a little bit of fear. Yeah. Well, I, I always say this. Uh, I always, okay, why am I doing this? What's the purpose? Oh, I'm doing it because I want to inspire my family, inspire my, give this to my father. He's never had this, you know, this has put a sound in his face. Sure. Uh, and, you know, that, when I wanted to quit, that's the first thing that came to my mindset. I'm not going to quit on my dad. I'm not quit on my family. There's no way. So once I understood that, that those goals are challenging, don't get me wrong, because every day you're questioning whether or not you can make it through it. Don't worry about making it through it. You will make it through it. Just keep getting better at what you do every day. You don't have to be the smartest kid or the most athletic, skilled kid. Do better what you're doing. People recognize that, then they give you a second chance. Joe Montana was a seventh-string quarterback when he was at Notre Dame. He had two walk-ons ahead of him. That was his freshman year. Wow. Sophomore year, he was fifth-string quarterback. Now, what are his chances of playing for Notre Dame? Slim and none. Slim and none. What's his chance of becoming the Hall of Fame? He's there. Yeah, yeah, but what was his chances at Notre Dame? Oh, now, it was... He pre- put his mind... Yes. Yeah, I'll never make it to the pros. No, that's where I'm going, and he was determined to do it. When he got his opportunity, he was cool about it. He understood what he needed and wanted. He just needed a chance, and that's where it happens. That's awesome, and you just answered my next question, which which was, uh, you know, did you ever think of quitting, and what stopped you from quitting, and... I, I yeah. man, I understand that nature of like letting my dad down, letting my mom down. Of course, yeah, I, I was right. brought up with that Irish Catholic guilt too, which yeah. which is an oh, awesome yeah. which is an awesome driver. But um, yeah. my parents had that, you know, that where like you just hated you, to see you, the disappointment. Well, you can also use it the other way too. I, if I quit, I'm prove that guy right. That said, I can't make it. I'm not quitting. So you need that both sides of the coin. Yes, you need your. That coin and the other side too. If I quit, he's gonna. I am a loser. I'm not a loser. I'm a winner. We're all winners, and that's how I looked at it. No, it's a, it, that is an awesome perspective. I agree 100. percent So, one 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 other question I had written down is: I know that your family, I guess I'll call it, doubted you, but they didn't want to see you. Ultimately, they didn't want to see you get hurt in chasing your dreams. Did that? How I don't did, know if they doubt. They didn't doubt me. They didn't understand it. Gotcha. How, how could I? How, Notre Dame was such was built on such a plateau, and then you want to go to Notre Dame. You're you're not qualified, and they saw your results from school, and they didn't understand that. That's all it was. We build people up so big. Like they're gods, like they're somebody. Like I'll never forget meeting Coach Barsegian for the first time. They built yeah. him up like he walked on water. Yeah, they did. And you know what? And the thing of it is, when I met him, he was as normal as you and I. He was in the Navy. I was in the Navy. We connected on that level. 
and we talk to each other. Uh, and by the way, that's like the rest of this great country. When you mean, I speak to the top corporations of America. I mean, I met four great presidents. They're our president. They're all great to me. Good decisions, bad decisions. They're our president. We have we have one. So I'm not a political guy. I'm just uh, a guy who has gratitude because things do change. Things are always temporary. Things will always change in how we look at life. Uh, but it's start believing in the goofballs and the goofy thoughts. Well, that's where you're going to end up. And, and you could you, you could address all the goofballs and agree with them and live your life that way. I decide I don't need to listen to them. I don't need to. Life does change when you change, and uh, that's that's called reality. Rudy, what a great message! And you mentioned a word that we all need to uh, demonstrate more, which is which is gratitude. Um, I, right. I mean, I think we've got to wake up, and and I am grateful for every time. My feet hit the floor, and I'm grateful to even go through a tough day because I got through the tough day, and that yeah. proved yeah. like you did. You you went through a lot of tough days, but you got up the next day, and you knew it was a new day for you. And and you, like you yeah, said, you were thankful. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Jack, my dog, he's a miniature doodle, and he <laughs> wants to give you a word of advice, too. <laughs> And, uh, I'll so take gonna, advice from, from. I'll take it. Our four leather, our four legged friends are awesome advice givers. Yeah, here's his advice: love, unconditional love. <laughs> if we could all follow that, it would be amazing. because yeah. they do. I uh, wow. I have a service. I have a service dog named Einstein, and he was the same way. Oh, there you go. Aren't they great? They he hey, met, you can lock them in the room. Oh my gosh. And you open up the door, he'll lick you. Lock your wife in a room all day and see if she licks you. <laughs> no. No, yeah, that ain't happening. Not even close. See, the, dog, the dog just showed. He has no, I mean, it's awesome. But they do sense negativity, by the way. Oh, they're no, they, they do. They pick up on yes. those senses. Um, uh, my dog was just amazing. And the things that he was trained to do, open a door, close the door, throw stuff out into the garbage. Um, just he, mm-hmm. he could do so many things. And like you said, mm-hmm. his tail was always wagging. His tail was wagging yeah. when I left the house. His tail was wagging when I got yeah. back to the house. Um, they're, <laughs> the best, they're hard to replace. Well, Rudy, it has been... Uh, um, uh, amazing, uh, this opportunity. Thank you so much. I know you're probably pulled no, in so many directions. You, and, uh, you bet. And, uh, cheer on Rudy's gym. Because uh, he's a ex-police officer. Three years. Great guy. Done a lot of great things with the kids in the community. Uh, so rock and roll, you guys. And thanks for... Uh, Make it part of your show. That's no, I, I appreciate it, and, and as I said, God bless the men in blue these days. They have a tough, yeah. they have a tough road ahead of them, and not just on. And he's not just out there serving his community and the people. He's also running a gym where he's taking these these young men and teaching them such valuable lessons so that they can build yeah. on. And and that's 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 a beautiful thing. It's what I loved about coaching and some of the things I do. I so much appreciate your time and i i'm hoping you allow me to use your 
uh, answers of grit in my in my book that's coming up. If I could quote yeah, you on those answers, uh, because I love them. They're they're one they're real, and you come from a, a real background. Um, I'm sure parents, much like mine, you knew the rules, you knew the consequence, you knew what the expectations were, and that's really a, a, a huge thing of what you can expect. And the ethos in my kind of fa- in my family is faith, family, and friends, and those three things are, are key to mm-hmm. the swift success, my success, my overcoming obstacles, and many others. Mm-hmm. And, and you mentioned it's something bigger than you, which is for me our faith. Um, that that yeah. keeps us driven and kept you getting up every time that that big guard pulled and uh, and, and knocked you down. You you got up every time because you knew there was something mm-hmm. you had planned bigger for yourself. So that's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate your time. Don't forget, uh, don't forget to use the uh, ne- negative guy as positive because yes. that's important as well. Yes, I will go back and, and definitely listen to this again, and it will be on my podcast. It will be on my podcast shortly. But uh, um, you, I hope you get the package. I will shoot you an email. They, I think it said it was coming Great. today. But um, you have Great. a blessed day, and I hope I get another chance to talk with you. Well, God bless you. Have a good one. Take care. And now a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to the All Things Inspirational Show. Yes, this is the Inspiration Location, and I hope you enjoyed that interview with Rudy. Um, some amazing wise words that will be uh, played back on my Positive Perspective podcast. Um, I haven't figured out the date, but I, I, I so look forward to re-listening uh, tentatively to that not that i didn't but you know the meaning and you listen to the tone of somebody's voice i I love to hear that uh and going out we have a couple minutes left but you know just some some thoughts um people who say things can't be done should try and and rudy talked to this should stay out of the way of those who are doing it um you know you've got to surround yourself with the people with that can-do attitude and that can-do mentality um, because nothing is impossible. I believe that. I believe that life is measured by the number. It's not measured by the number of breaths we take, but by the moments that take our breath away. And we've got to live our life trying to have more of those take away our breath moments. So I am one of those people who look at things not the way they are, but I don't ask, you know, why is it this way? I, I kind of dream of things as they never were and ask why not. Um, so I do ask, I use the why word, but for me, it's more why not? Why can't I? I think that started years ago after I broke my neck and I was told all the things I couldn't do. You're not going to be able to swim. You'll never walk. And yes, I walked on parallel bars. And yes, I swam. Actually, I swam in a triathlon. And all those things that I was told I couldn't do, I asked myself, well, why not? Why can't I do those things? I'm not a statistic. And just think, you are not a statistic out there. So ask yourself, why not? Why can't I do those things? Because you're beautiful and everything has beauty. And not everybody could see that, but you've got to believe it. Because in 20 years from now, 
You'll be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the ones you did. So that that is so important to kind of cast away that self-doubt, cast away that insecurity, cast away that fear, and sail away from that safe harbor that you're living in, catch some good winds, and, ex- and sail, explore, dream, go chase your passions because you deserve to. I don't care what age you are. Go chase something down that you haven't chased down. Like I asked you earlier, write two things down that you haven't done that you talked about doing. Go do them. So that's so important. Um, Dreaming of success. Dreaming of success is one thing. It's kind of like talking about all the things you want to do. But get up and work for it. Do those things that you wanted to do. The only person you are destined to become is truly the person that you decide to be and take action towards. So that is so important, our actions, to take those actions, move on them, and and take all of what life has to offer. When it's all said and done, remember... If you, if you look at life and you're always looking for more, when the end comes, when you look at what you've done in your life, we're all going to probably feel like it wasn't enough. But I believe that if you start chasing that passion, throw, throw, away, those, throw away the safe harbor, explore and dream, we'll have far less of wondering if we should have done more because we would have done it. So keep doing that. It's never too late to be what you might have been. I don't care how old you are. Look at uh, Colonel Sanders. You could, I could keep going down the line of, of the age of some of the most successful men and women out there. And so remember, it's never too late to become that person you wanted to be. Live your life like an excl- exclamation, not an explanation. There's no need to, to explain everything. Live it. It's like a mic drop, right? Live your life like a mic drop. So don't waste a single moment. Life's too short that you need to make up your mind. When you make up your mind, it will diminish the fears. So you guys, thanks for listening. I hope everybody had a great day. I hope you enjoyed the show. I will be back next Wednesday. Please uh, check out my Facebook page. Uh, we have a All Things Inspirational Facebook page. Uh, we also, you can check out the Quadfather Facebook page and my Positive Perspective podcast. And for people with disabilities, or if you're just, you, you need to work out sitting down, I have the, a YouTube channel called The Quadfather where I do different exercises from a seated position. So you could get that exercise and get that mind thinking, get that sweat going, get gritty yourself. Have a great day and God bless.